As we learned for four Shlemer for Yosef Azriel ben Chaimi Chalen Alazar ben Ruma. From about the seventh line on Ayin Dalim and Aleph, where we left off yesterday after yesterday's Avitmar. If a man betroths a woman on the condition that she has no vows upon her, and then without saying anything, he didn't verify if she did or not, but later on he consummated with her. This is the opinion that we're saying now in Rabbi Yochanan. We had that yesterday in Rabbah. You don't need to get meaning that when he get, when he consummated the uh, the marriage with her, he was thinking about his original condition. So if it turns out afterwards she does have she does have uh, uh, vows upon her, meaning she didn't fulfill she didn't fulfill her end of the bargain. She told him there's no vows, and he says, "Okay, I'll marry you on the condition that there are no vows." And then he consummated with her. Not like we had Rob's opinion at the beginning that no, uh, no, a person who's when he when he does via, he doesn't want it for shame, he doesn't want it for znus, he wants it for marriage. Even though he made a condition when he did the betrothal, we 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 say over here uh, that uh, uh, we don't say that he still has a mind for a marriage because that was his condition and that condition still stands. So if it turns out she does have vows, she doesn't even need to get the marriage is no marriage, even though he consummated. He made that condition at the time of betrothal and nothing was said in between. He didn't verify one way or another. It turns out she did have vows upon her, even though he consummated, he doesn't need a get because the condition stands. She, she had vows upon her, there's no marriage. The son of Ravika, and then it says the son of his sister, but something seems to be missing. It's either a stepsister or something of that sort, or some say it's some words are missing there. But in any case, he asked this kasha. Chalitza mutas kshera. A chalitza that's mistaken. Chalitza, we have even a chalitza, is kosher. What does that mean? Ezui chalitza, what does it mean a mistake? And a mishlakish kosher omer lo, they tell him like this. The guys may be in Amarits and they say, listen, chalotzlo v'kachat ha If you give a chalitza, that's the marriage. The opposite, right? We know chalitza is when you don't want to marry or even when you do. They tell this fool, um, if you give her chalitza, that's how you marry her. Uh, that's a case where it's kosh. That doesn't make sense. Anisha and I've learned in the Brisa. If he had kavana for chalitza and she did not, or if she had kavana and he did not. In other words, they didn't both have intention for chalitza. Chalitza It's not a good chalitza. Until they both understand they have kavana, that they know what they're doing, and the chalitza will free her to marry somebody else. And you say chalitza and you say it's kosh in that case. That can't be the meaning of chalitza mutels, a mistake in chalitza, right? That that, that was uh, misunderstood is kosher. That's like that can't be kosher. They both have to from chalitza. I'll tell you what it means by chalitza mutels kshera. Kosha omerlo. They tell him, listen, Give her chalitza. This can happen. This makes sense. The woman needs chalitza. The husband doesn't. With this uh, brother-in-law doesn't want to get her. He has nothing to do with her. And they say, listen, if you give her chalitza, we'll give you two hundred dollars. If you give her chalitza, she'll give you $200. And she doesn't give her the $200 at the end, right? So in that case, it's mistaken. It was fooled. It was like a, he was fooled into it, telling you you're going to get $200. They didn't give him the $200. Is it a good chalitza? Yes, it is kosher. Alma, so what do you see? Kivim David Misa, once he did a masa, you know, it's when you, 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 you're doing a masa, you're getting married, or you're giving chalitza, you're doing some masa, and you made a stipulation, you had a condition. But once you do the masa, you forget about the condition. You don't care about the condition. I said, okay, I'm marrying you a condition that there's no vows. But when he actually consummates with her, uh, once he does the masa, he's mochel, he forgives the condition. He, he, he dissolves the condition. 
It's the same thing over here with the chalitza, as you see by the chalitza. Even though they said, give her chalitza on the condition you're going to get the two hundred dollars. Even though he didn't get the two hundred dollars, well, he gave her the chalitza. He meant to give it anyway. Once he consummated, he's mochel the time. So how can you say? How can you say that? Oh, if he's makadosh on the condition, she doesn't have any vows, and she did have vows. And then, but he consummated. Uh, you see, it, it, it's it's okay. The condition still stands, and she doesn't need to get. What do you mean? Once he once he he consummates, once he does an action, presumably the tanai is voided because you forget about it since he actually did it. Amalei, so he told him. So he answered him. In other words, the one who asked the kasha was Ravacha Braid Ravika, asked this kasha of Rabbi Yochanan, or asked this kasha of Ravacha by Yaakov Omar, he said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Omale, Bar Verad, Yeshiva boy, you know, son of the Yeshiva, Shabra coming, you think you're saying a good kasha? Michti, how does that work? Kol how do we know the conditions work? How are you making condition about anything? Making condition about a wedding, making condition about, how do you know conditions work? Mitanai B'nei Gaur B'nei Reuben. From the famous conditions that Bnei, that Moshe Rabbeinu made with Bnei God and Bnei if you fight with us, we can you can keep the land, you know, Averly uh, Yarden. If you don't, you don't. You have to have a double condition. It has to be just like that. Well, tonight the F Shliach, a tonight that can be that can be um, fulfilled by a messenger like Moshe. Moshe told uh, Yoshua, if they fulfill the tonight, they fight with you, then you uh, give them the land. If you don't, that they want. If you don't fight with you, they don't give the land. So you give a point shliach of that. So there you can have a shliach. The awesome, just like a tanai that can be fulfilled with a shliach over there is a tanai. Tanai the low shliach. A tanai that you cannot fulfill with a shliach, like over here. You can't tell the shliach. Listen, uh, if she gives you the two hundred dollars, give her chalitza. You got to do the chalitza yourself. You can't do it with the can't you know someone, you can't uh, do a condition with us uh, with uh, like this with uh, with the shliach because you have to do the chalitza. So tonight, the law actually came with the shliach. The awesome love tonight's not a tonight at all. The reason why the chalitza mutesk is kshir over there is not because we say, well, since he went and carried out the maisi, they did the chalitza, he's mochel the tonight. No, the tonight never was established in the first place. You can't make a condition about chalitza because you can only make a condition about something that can be performed like we learned from tonight. You send the shliach to be makadash nisha. You could do that. You can make a condition there because he's sending a shliach to it. But to be makadasher, as we'll see with Kesav and Shtad, let's assume, right? But you can't, you can't do it. Bielik Moore is going to ask it right away. But the point is, is that chalitza can only be done by the person. Since you can't do a shliach, there's no, that tonight doesn't, is not effective there at all. So don't ask me a kasha from over there. The Gemara says, what do you mean? Baha bia, the left shliach, can't be makayim bihaite, somebody else. He can't say, makadash nisha al tanai, and have your messenger do the bia for her, right? So kiyasam, makave, and that is a good condition. We just had it yesterday's Gemara. We said a person says, I makadash you on the condition that your father agrees, on the condition that this happens. Because that's a good condition, even though you can't send the shlich to do that. Because there's different ways from Kadashanisha. How? Kesif Shtar Bia. And since Kesif and Shtar does work with the Shliach, I could send the Shliach and give her the ring and say, Mikadash is the Altanai there, or send her a Shtar, since it works for there, so it works for Bia also. Amravula Bar Uava. So we've had different opinions whether when he makes a condition for betrothal and he says, I'm marrying you on condition that you don't have any, any, any vows. And then she does have vows upon her. But he consummated. Is it a marriage anyway? Like Rob originally said, why? Because uh, whoever makes Kedushin does not want to 
make a, a uh, make it znus, right? He doesn't ain't no she has to be also be So he wants to con wants it to be a marriage anyway. Or do you say the other way, like we just said now, in the name of Rabba, in the name of uh, Rabbi Yochanan, that you don't need to get because the condition, the original condition that he said is still valid. Listen to this. Let's say Makadish with the Milva, Ubal. So now we have over here a different opinion. We say like this. If Makadish and Milva, now Makadish Milva means this. A man lent a woman some money last month. He lent her $100. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to marry, you know what, I'm local to $100. Keep it. That's your, that's your condition. The Mark says, that's not a good condition. Why? Because Milva loads in it now. The, when I give you money, when I lend you money, it's not like I ask you for a deposit. You're holding on to this for me. You, can you hold this money for me? Then it's, it's still my money. It's just in your possession. Now, if I give it to you, I say, keep it. You're keeping it. But no, when I give you money to, to, when you borrow money from me, you want to spend that money. That's why you need the money because you need to pay somebody. You need to do something with the money. So the money's gone. You owe me other money, but that money's gone. So if I marry a woman and say, listen, the money that I lent you, that should be your cast of condition. That doesn't work. So Makash Milva, Right, Ubal, and then he did a beer, or he made a condition al tnai condition. Let's say that she didn't have any dorm, and he was ball, or pachmashavruta ball. Let's say he mikarsher, he was mikarsher with less than a shavruta, so it's not a good condition, right? But he made be afterwards. There be a call trichemen again. He says you do need a get, right? This is Ravaba, this is Rav Rav Ula Bar Abba Amr Ula Amr Blaz Mikarsher. You do need a get, meaning because a person doesn't want to make his beer once he consummates, he wants it to be kedushin. That's how a person thinks. A uh, person makes whatever condition he made, right? Even if it wasn't a good condition, for example, in Makash with the Milva or less than Shavaputa, fine. He knows that's not good, but now when he has Bia, he wants it to be about a valid marriage. So you can argue is it Kedushin, the Bia itself is Kedushin and the Suan. He says, I agree in the case of Pachsm Shavaputa, because a man knows that less than Shavaputa. At every wedding, the rabbi says, "Is it worth a shavaputa? Right? It's not worth shavaputa. It's not a marriage." So he knows it wasn't. A, he knows that it wasn't a good kedushin. So when he does the beer, it's the shame kedushin. Here, people don't make a mistake. But the other two people make a mistake. Rashi says because in the case of makadish milva, not everybody is a tamar chacham and learn the Gemara that if you makadish with the milva, since milva lotzadnitna, that it's not a good marriage, right? Because she already spent that money. That money's gone. You know, people aren't aren't that keen, and people don't know the rules about nedarim. Etc. Right? She figured that she says she's not a dorm, so there's no dorm. They don't know those things. He's not. He's not. His kavon is not to marry her even without the condition. So in the case of uh, Ravami agrees with the sfora of Ulam uh, Only in the case of Shavuoti agrees with him that you that you still need to get because they're the person at kavana. But the other cases maybe goes with the usual condition. He says he agrees with these opinions, these latter opinions, that if you make, well, not really with, um, uh, not, not with Ravami, but he agrees with the previous opinion of Elazar and others, that if you're Makadesh, like Rob said originally, Makadesh al-Tanai, Ubal get. If, as we assume that a person who bakes beer consummates, he wants it to be a Kedushin. He wants it to be a marriage. He doesn't want it to be L'Shem's Nus, which is really what it is. La Puke, in other words, so Rav Kana goes along with what? With, with Rav, Rav Ula Barabam, Rav Ulam, Rav Lazar, then Makash Milbo Ball, Altanaya Ball, Pachasim Ball, he says, it is considered a marriage. Why? Because once you consummate, you don't want it to be with Shane's Nus. La Puke may high Tana, excluding from this Tana, we had this case before, in the case of a Sota, it says over there, what if she wasn't grabbed, meaning if she, if she 
voluntarily committed adultery, so she can't stay with her husband anymore. But if she was raped, wasn't guess well, then she's mutter if she's not a coin, if she's not married to a coin. That's what he said. We had several Yeshlachacheres. One is if she's married to a coin, then she can't, even if she was raped, she can't go back to him. And another, and we had some others. And this one, Yeshlachacheres, there's another, even though she wasn't raped, she did it willingly. Muteres, she can go back. She's mutter. She's not also to us. Bezuzu, what's this? She kedushek, kedushet tos. Her original marriage was a marriage of mistake. For example, this case where a person says, I'm marrying you on condition that there were no vows. You have no vows. Turns out there were vows. And then he married her, but not like the opinion that we said that he doesn't want his BLB and he did the shame condition. He wants it the shame condition. He did it on uh, the original condition. He consummated assuming the same thing that the condition still stands. If there's any vows, I'm not married to her. This is just Znus. She has children. She's got a children on her shoulder. This doesn't mean the really mean that we talk about by a katana. Because if he has children already, he's not talking about a katana. She could just walk away. Meaning this, if a woman, woman uh, Leia, right, got Kedushin from Reuven, but the Kedushin was on the condition she had no vows. And she did have vows. Even if he consummated, okay, doesn't make any difference. She had the vow. It's not a marriage. What did he do? He had Znus. And even if she has children later on, and then she was Mazana with somebody else, she slept with somebody else. Is she also? No, because she was a Pinuya. We don't hold like the famous Pinuya Rebelezer that Pony about Pinuya Sazona and all that. She was consummated. But Moshe Feinstein Poskins, that in today's unfortunate world where most people are not Shomer Torah mitzvahs, right? let's say Jews who are not Shomer Torah mitzvahs, and they sleep with somebody, right? They sleep around, they have relationships. That they, they, they don't mean it was shame Kedushin. They don't even want to be married to the person. They just, you know, they just want to have fun. Right. So in a case like that, even though we paskin over here uh, and the Ramam Sechim is there also, and a Makash Mubo ball, Al Tnayu ball, you need to get, you need to get in a case where a person is planning on getting married, not in a case where a person has no intention of marriage whatsoever. Tanraban in the top line on Ayin Dalana Beis. So let's say she had a condition. She had a condition. And even if you say that she had this condition and the marriage, therefore, is not really. It's not really marriage, right? Because you go with the opinion, this later opinion, or the opinion of uh, that we mentioned, the name of Kana, then Karashal Tanai, Ubal Kana holds like Rabbalazim, but the previous from Ravami. Ravami said, everybody knows that Lesson Shavkuta is not a good marriage. So when he consummated, he consummated Lashem, uh, you know, for the marriage. But in the other cases, people aren't such Tamirikhacham. So if you hold like that opinion, that it's not a marriage, even though he consummated because he consummated with the understanding that the condition is valid. And if she had, if she had vows upon her, it's uh, not a good marriage. So what happens in this case? So let's say she afterwards, she went to a Tamachachim. They got married, not really a marriage, right? Because they had a condition, she didn't fulfill the condition. Now she goes to a Tamachachim to be matzah the net. Remember we learned a matzah the how does it work? It works in the mafreya. So it turns out the netter was never a netter. So when they got married, when he said, I'm betrothing you on condition that you're not, you have no vows, she had no vows. So because he said, had you known this and this, that you'd have this, uh, that this and this would happen, or did you know this and mine? No, I wouldn't have made the netter. Good, the netter is, is annulled the mafreya, going back, retroactively. So then she's mukudeshes. Retroactively, she's mukudeshes. So that's a problem because if she, if they first thought it wasn't a marriage and then she goes and marries somebody else and then the first marriage is a marriage, turns out that she committed adultery. 
Okay, let's say in another case, the admission say we didn't get into the details yet. We'll see that in the next couple of days about woman. If a man marries a woman and it turns out that she has blemishes that he didn't know about, he divorces her and she gets no ksuba. She gets no ksuba because it's an understanding. Let's say she goes now to a doctor who heals those blemishes. Those blemishes were blemishes that could be healed. Not something as we see that are congenital that cannot be healed. You know, she has one round eye and one other eye, you know, all kinds of things that we'll talk about by Kohanim. Eitzel um, Rofe, she goes to a doctor and he heals her. <laughs> she can't say he married her, let's say, on the condition that, let's say she marries her on the condition that she has no blemishes. Not a Stam case. He marries her on the condition that she has no blemishes. And it turns out, I mean, like the mission said, the mission said, not in a Stam case. Where he said, I'm marrying her on the condition that you have no blemishes. Turns out she has blemishes. Oh, but now she goes to a doctor and he heals them. Okay, it's not, it's not a marriage retroactively because at the time they got married, she had the blemishes. So now it's a now she's from so it's a rofa repo. So anyway, that's just mobbing chokham. What's the missing chokham and a rofa? Chokham, okay, and Elmaikari knocks it off and knows it. Melmafreya knocks it out so that it was never there. But rofa ain't a marapa elmikanava. The doctor only heals it going forward. He only heals it going forward. So since he only heals it going forward, at the time of the marriage, it wasn't the marriage. You can't say when they got married. At the time of the marriage, he's not marrying a kiss, you have no blemishes, and she had blemishes. Therefore, it's not a marriage. Once to marry her again, he could you can make a new condition, but it's not marriage. I have a time we learn that in both cases, it's a chacham v'itira. If she goes to a chacham or it's a rofe v'ripo, so So the case of rofe is the same, right? She goes to a doctor and he heals her blemishes. So at the time of the marriage, it's still she had blemishes, not a condition. But in the case of the annulment of the vows, here this price says it's a chacham that also ain't a Why not? Uh, why in the first case, in the first place, we said, if she goes to a Tanakhachm, it's Matur, it's Matur, the Nedel Mafreya, so it turns out at the time of the marriage, there were no, no, there was no vows, and it's a good marriage. Here he says, no, it's not a good marriage anyway. Rameyer says, a person doesn't mind if his, if his wife goes to the, goes to court. Let her go to court, let her embarrass herself and talk about her, let her go to the rabbis. person doesn't mind that. Therefore, her mayor says, that's the person doesn't mind if his wife goes to the, uh, to the, to the uh, court. And therefore, he says, yeah, let her go to the court. And if, if the rabbi is matzah the netter, so, uh, you know, uh, then, then it's a good marriage. He never married under that condition. Now, it's not enough to, that, that the rabbis are matzah the netter, my friend, the best is matzah the netter. He wouldn't want to be married under those conditions. And therefore, therefore, it's not a marriage anyway. Mahi, where do we see this machlokas between Rameir and Rablazer in the following case? The Tnan. Hamotzi as Ishto Mishimnetar. A woman makes the Dharma all the time. She can't, man can't stand anymore. She's always vowing and getting angry, making the Dharma. Lo Yachsir. He shouldn't take her back. Even if he's not a coin and he could take his wife back and he can marry her again if she doesn't marry somebody else in between, he shouldn't marry her again. Or also the same Mishim Shemra. If he divorced her because she had a bad reputation, she was immoral, also Lo Yachsir. Okay, so what's the reasons for those things? What's the reasons? So we're going to see now different reasons. Rabbi Yudah Omer, the main reason we're going to say over here in the Tanakhama is, and we're going to see in Rameir, is because we're afraid of, why can't he take her back? She goes to a Tamachachim afterwards, Matur and and she says, okay, I want to take you back. I, you know, okay, I, I, I did tshuva. You know, I'm, I'm not, I was, shouldn't, I, you know, take, shouldn't take her back. Why? Because we're afraid that what will happen, it, would, it turns out that she wasn't, uh, she didn't have, her reputation was ill-founded. It, you know, it wasn't true that she was uh, that she was uh, you know she was 
immoral. Or the, the Talmud Chacham can be matzah the netter. So she doesn't have a netter anymore. If he would say that, meanwhile, she marries somebody else because he divorced her. And the first guy will say, that's called a kilkul. It's called a corruption. What's going to forget? Say, oh, had I known you can be, go to Talmud Chacham, the matzah, I would never divorce her in the first place. So he's going to uh, put suspicion on the first divorce. Meanwhile, she married somebody else and it comes out that she's messed up. That's called the kilkul. So the Tanan Neder. So the rabbi said, you know what? You should know that if you're divorcing her because she makes the Dharam or because she's of, of ill repute, you're never going to be able to take her back. Don't tell me later on, had I known that it wasn't true, had I known that you go to Allah, no, no, no. You can't take her back at all. So that we shouldn't have that kind of a case of Kilkul. That's the Tanakh Amr. Yudas is for a different reason. You shouldn't take her back. Yes, I agree. Don't take her back for a different reason. Yudas says, if many people knew about the netter, you're not allowed, you can't be matra netter like that. It's a netter should have as we'll see. And something like that, we punish her. You can never take her back. Even if she's, even if, even if whatever she's under the net and he wants to take her back, you shouldn't because it's a knas. Since she makes the dharm in front of, in the tzibah that cannot be, that cannot be uh, permitted, you can't, that can't be annulled. We don't, we make a rule and we constantly can never take her back. People didn't know about it. You could take her back. So Rebuta's opinion has nothing to do with our discussion. Rebuta is simply saying, if it's a netter that the rabbin, it's a knas. You shouldn't take her back because it's a knas. She makes netters publicly. And because of that, we give her a knas. Now we get into a mayor and a blazer. A mayor says, if he needs to go to a tamachacham. Meaning, what does that mean? Who breaks a, man, a wife's netter? The husband can break the netter that day. Only if it's a netter that's inuin that fish that afflicts her, she's not going to eat meat or she's not going to, uh, something that's going to, or beno beno, that they won't be able to have bia, something like that. Beno beno. But let's say it's not one of those. It's just, it just makes a netter about something else that doesn't affect their marriage and it doesn't afflict, doesn't cause her affliction. She just makes a netter. You have to take it to Amachacham. Lo yachser. Don't take her back, like we said before, because of Kilkul. Because uh, we're, we tell them up front, you should know that if you're divorcing her because of this, you can't take her back. Why? Because we're afraid you're going to divorce her. She'll marry somebody else. And then when she's matronetter, you'll say, oh, had I known you could be matronetter, I would have never divorced her. And it's not a good divorce. And she's really married to the first guy and living with the second guy, which is a problem. That's a kilkul. So he says, you shouldn't take her back. Let's say it doesn't Let's say it's something that he could, the husband could break. It's beino le beino, or something, affliction, uh, that causes any nefesh. He could break it. He can't come with that excuse later on. He divorces her because he says she makes a dharam. Divorces her. What is he going to, then she marries somebody else. What is he going to say? Oh, I didn't know I can't break the netter. What? It's a netter that a husband can break. You can't, if it needs to be you can say, I didn't understand that whole thing that you go to Chacham. But if it's something that he himself can break, he won't have that excuse. That's her mayor's opinion. So her mayor says, So we're going to explain. And this goes along with what we said before about the mayor holding that a person doesn't mind. You can go to, go to the court, let her go to the court. And if you get, had I known that, I wouldn't have divorced her. That's the problem. So a mayor holds that person doesn't mind. Let his wife go to court. Umar Abelezer, two lines from the bottom page. Umar Abelezer, Lois Rutsaruch, El Meshansuk, the other way around. If she needs, if people don't understand the rules about had I known, she could have gone to the, to the rabbis, he doesn't know that. He's really, he's really, the re, re, only reason we asked her, you were to take back a wife that you divorced because of a netter in the case where the netter is to go to Tom Chacham is because we don't have to go to Tom Chacham. The man is such an Amaretz, he doesn't even know that he can break the dharm of his wife if it's Bainal Bain or Inu Nefesh. So in that case, Mesha Ainasar, we don't have to go to Tom Chacham. And he could have break if he broken it himself. In that case, we say don't take her back. Why? Because he would say, Oh, I didn't know I could break it myself. I wasn't aware of those rules. 
that's the one that you can't take her back. And then they asked her, the one uh, you go to Tamil Chacham, well, you have to go to Tamil Chacham because of Anasar, because of the case where you could break it yourself. My time, so let's understand, before we get into Rameyu and Rabbi Lazar, what's Rabbi Yudah's reason? What's his reason? He says, it's a netter that people know about that you made publicly, you can't take her back. The Sivit says, below Hikum Ben Yisrael, Ben Yisrael did not, when they took her over Eretz Yisrael, they didn't, over, they didn't uh, uh, kill the Givonim, because uh, Yeshua had sworn to them, the Siyahida, the heads of the tribes of, of, the, of the congregation, had sworn to them that we won't, if you, if you submit, we won't harm you. So it says over there, because they had sworn to them, Kamarab, how much is that? How much is a multitude of people, many people? So it says, if a woman is a Zav, if she bleeds, Yamim Rabim. So, so what's Yom Rabim? So we learn out that it's a total of three days. Shlosha. Why? Because Yomim is Shnaim. That's two. That's plural. Rabim has one more Shlosha. So if you made an error in front of three people, it can't be broken. So if you said, because you made it publicly, it's a Knas and you can't take her back. If she made an error publicly, we, she's a Nadrona. She's a lady who makes vows and she doesn't mind doing it publicly. It's a Knas. You divorce her because if you if you divorced her because of that, you don't have to. But if you divorced her because of that, you can't take her back. It's come Asara. Because uh, Eidah, it says no Eidah, ten people. Eidah is ten, like we learn out from Adas Bnei Korach. There was ten people there from the uh, from the spies. There were ten spies uh, outside of uh, of uh, Kalev and Yeshua. So there were ten spies. So it did it did in front of ten people. Fine. That's Rabbi Yudah's opinion, which is really not the issue in our Gemara. Rameyer Omer. Here's Rameyer Rav. This is Kol Merushit Sarachikos Sacham Loyaser. That's if it needs if it needs to go to Tam Chacham, then you can't take her back. Why? Because in a case like that, we're afraid the guy will say, oh, had I known that you can go to Tam Chacham, I wouldn't have divorced you. Meanwhile, she's married to guy number two. That's a kilkul. No, in the case of Enesar, we have to Tam Chacham. He could have broken himself, but he, he's going to say afterwards, oh, I didn't know I could have broken it myself. Had I known that, I would never divorce you. Let her go to Besson. I, I didn't know she can go to Besson. You go to Besson and get a divorce. I didn't know you could do that. You can do that. Let her be divorced. That goes back to what we said before. If she goes to a Tam Chacham afterwards, let's say she didn't marry somebody else, simply wasn't the marriage. We say, if you hold that it wasn't a marriage because he always goes with the original condition. And she now, and she now is not married because there was a condition, no vows, and there were vows. But now she goes, and he, even though he consummated, it doesn't mean anything because there was a condition. She goes to a Tam Chacham and be matzah the netter, goes to Bezin and matzah the netter. She's Mukadesh's retroactively. He doesn't mind if she goes to a Bezin, let her go to Bezin, like he said before. It's like in this case, where she married somebody else in between, and, or where he divorced her, and we tell him, you can't ever take her back. Why? Because we're afraid a kilk will come out. If you take her back after she's Mater Netter, you'll say, oh, had I known that, uh, you know, uh, I would have never divorced her. Meanwhile, she marries somebody else, you'll have a kilkul. The person doesn't mind that his wife goes to Bezin. But Blazer Sarah ain't in a Russia, she's about to say best known. Person doesn't want his wife to go to Besson. And therefore, if she even if she goes, that's the second opinion that we had in the Gemara about you go to a Besson, it's not a conditional affair. Person doesn't want to do that. Person doesn't want it's embarrassing for the family. Your wife's going to Besson, the Matanidarm, it affected the marriage and all that. He doesn't want that. He wouldn't have married her under those conditions, and therefore it's not a marriage. Rav Amar, the sec Rav gives a different answer. Rav says the second case that we talked about, where if you're uh, you go to Tamachacham, Mater Neder, it's not a marriage, Lama Freya, even though he's Mater her Neder, it's for a different reason. We're talking about a woman of a high class woman from a fancy family. The Omar, he says, No, I don't want to be also. In other words, I don't want it to be again. I don't want to be married at all. I don't want it to be a marriage. I don't want an Isha Nadronis, and I don't want to divorce her. 
I, why? Because if I divorce her, I can't marry her family members. In other words, it's a good family. I'm trying to get into that family, but this woman was an Adronis. I don't want her, but I don't want it to be a marriage and then have to give her divorce because if I divorce her, I can't marry her sister or her mother. So that's why, in other words, normally if a woman goes to the Tamchach and Matra the Neder, the Neder is a no, the Mafreya, it was never Neder, it's a good marriage. But over here, he wouldn't want it to be a marriage because he doesn't want an Adronis. And he doesn't want it to be a good marriage because then he'd have to divorce her. He doesn't want to divorce because he wants to be able to marry her family. Ihachi, say for the Tani, the other way around. Let's say he was the one. Let's say I'm marrying on condition that I don't have any. You're the wife. The wife says, do you have any Adoram? She says, no, I'm married on condition that I don't have any Adoram. And then he goes to a Tamachachim later on to be Mater. It is a good condition. Because he said there was no, there was no, I married me on condition there were no vows upon me, and there weren't any vows. Why? Even though there were vows at the time, but he was matul mafreya, right? So, uh, why is it a good condition? It is a should be Why do you say Mukadeshis? Just like in case where he's, she comes from a fancy family, he doesn't, we say it's not a good condition because he wouldn't want to marry her under those conditions, right? And he doesn't want to have to divorce her, and he doesn't want an Adronis. So why don't you say anything by the husband? If the husband made an adharm and you say, go so to it is a good kedushin. It is. You don't say, oh, she wouldn't want a guy like that even if he's from a fancy family. Why don't you say the same thing? Say, he comes from a fancy family. The Amran, she'll say, I don't want to be also to her, to her, to his uh, family members. So I don't want it to be a good marriage. Why over there do we say it is a good kedushin? The answer is, e, a woman would, would like to be married no matter what. So, so you can't say she wouldn't want to marry this guy, right? A woman would rather sit with, you know, be, to, be coupled with somebody than sitting alone. So she'll marry anybody. So you wouldn't say that is there. If he's matur the netter, it is a good kedushin lemafreya. Abayah says that different examples are given. The shimshan gabi, even if she, her husband's as small as a little ant, she puts her chair with the berechor. In other words, she sits among the chashra people because the you know the married women sit in a higher place. You know about about the people. She she sit you know she's of a high stature because she's married. For Papamar, a different example. The nafsagav, her husband is a flax beater. To cry to, to cry a she'll still call him to sit on the threshold of the house, Bubba, Besefer Bubba, at the threshold and sit publicly because she's got a husband. Now she wants to show off that she has a husband. The taste of it, she'll sit there. Rashi Omer, a different example. The Kal Sagavra, even if her husband comes from a, uh, from let's say a uh, family that is um, a handicapped family, you know, that they're all like sort of a maimed, it's all of a disfigured family. Lloyd Bell Tafli Kidra, even though as long as she has a husband, she doesn't need even any lentils, a cheap food for her pot, meaning she's willing to live with anything as long as she has a husband. Tana, Bakula, and Mizanas Vatolos Bale. And unfortunately, they're really, they're not happy. They just want to be able to. You know, they, they have to have a husband uh, to be able to say that their kids are from the husband, even though they're not. If they're, they're Mazana with somebody else, they're unhappy, but they just want to, any husband to be able to say that it's, you know, that their children are from the husband. So those are just, uh, you know, examples uh, that a woman would rather be married than not be married, whether that's true today. Maybe those rules don't apply today, just like we said, in terms of the marriage, even though we seem to Paskin that uh, when he consummates a marriage, he doesn't even, he's, he's effectively voiding the condition. Right, I'm marrying a condition there's no, that there's no vows, and there were vows. But if he consummates, we assume it's a marriage. That's fine when you're talking about somebody who's shomer Torah mitzvahs and wants to doesn't want to stam have bia without it being for marriage. But if you're talking about people who are not shomer Torah mitzvahs, then uh, that wouldn't be the case. All right, we'll pick it from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem Komem and Shapos. This week we will try to 
learn at the regular time each day. And uh, after Rosh Hashanah, that'll be that'll be different. Then we'll have to change the time slightly. Oh, problem. It's all good.